antipathy beginning with this side, the lectern side of the church. Hear, O shepherd of Israel, leading Joseph like a flock, shine forth, you that are thrown upon the cherubim.
successful Nehemiah resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relations with her until she had born a son, and he named him Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord. about these human decisions that they take. 
I wonder about Joseph. I wonder if you had a night like you and I have had the work days with a really tough decision. Where he stays up all night, twisting it around, trying to figure out what he should do, what his religious tradition tells him to do, but what his heart is telling him to do, what God is telling him. I wonder about Mary and Joseph's dreams. They probably talked about how many children they wanted to have, or what they would name those children, what their life would look like together. And here, all of that is turned upside down. They sacrificed their own dreams for God's dream. Instead of a child that they named themselves, they opened their lives to this baby who already comes with a name, Jesus, God saves. Through their sacrifice, their willingness to follow the divine plan, the world was reconciled to God. The other theme that, that's running through our story is the unexpected. Joseph acted contrary to societal norms. I wonder about those people in Joseph's life who hadn't seen the angel. What they must have thought of Joseph's actions. I'm sure his parents had choice words for him. And then also God. God acts in a way that we don't expect. God taking on our flesh, becoming vulnerable form of a small human child. This isn't how we think God would happen. But God chooses the ordinary time and again to enact the unexpected extraordinary. And it's the same for us. God does these unexpected things through this combination of divine and human. It requires both parts. That urges us to ask ourselves, where is the Holy Spirit active in our lives? Where are we, like Mary, pregnant with possibility, with new life, with hope that this world needs so much? What is God trying to do through us, and what is our answer? There are so many reasons to say no. Joseph had most of these reasons available to him. He could have said no to God so easily. The law was on his side. Tradition was on his side. Basic human morality was on his side. But God asked him to override those things, to go beyond that, to have faith, to trust what God was offering. So I wonder what it is in our lives What are the things that make so much sense for us that when this offer, this work of the Holy Spirit comes in, we say, no. I wonder if it's tradition. Our customs are what we're used to. It's what makes us comfortable. And especially when we come into community, our tradition is our shared narrative that gives us meaning. And it's a good thing, and we want to hold on to that, but sometimes things have to die in order for there to be new life. We have to create room for what the Holy Spirit is asking us to do. I think of our shared lives here at Trinity in this time 
transition? Where is the Holy Spirit calling us? Where is God creating new life among us? So many frequent, so frequently I've heard in parishes that I have worked in, that's not the way that we do it here. I think that speaks to our beautiful tradition, but I wonder if that gets in our way sometimes. What about our own lives? What about our personal lives? What keeps us from saying yes to the work of the Holy Spirit? I think one of these things is fear. Fear can grip our hearts, can control our actions, fear of the unknown. Mary and Joseph's lives were so very different from what they had planned. And taking that step of faith must have been filled with fear. Sometimes we so very carefully construct our plans for our lives that being open to the unexpected, being open to God's way is difficult because we have to step outside of what is comfortable. I think another thing that leads us to say no is our own perception of ourselves. We ask ourselves, why would God choose to work through me? How can I bring about new life? We know our own faults. We know the mistakes that we make. We know our own thoughts, and we think that we're not good enough. But God works through the ordinary. We have to overcome our own feelings of inadequacy because that doesn't serve God. That doesn't bring new life into the world. It's our fallible, wounded, and broken selves that God wants to use. Or maybe we think what God is asking us to do isn't important enough, isn't special enough, or extraordinary enough. We don't think that our skills that God can bring new life through are somehow good enough. But we have to remember it's not in the extraordinary moments, but the everyday moments of our lives that God brings to life. And it's so easy to miss that sometimes. We think, you know, just offering love to the people we come across every day. We think maybe that's not significant enough, but it is. Because that love spreads, grows as other people take that love. It's not about the big, momentous decisions, but the everyday ones. So this is our question on this last Sunday of Advent. What is God trying to give the world through you? What new life is God growing inside of you that has the possibility to change the world? But Mary and Joseph not called to do something superhuman or something out of our grasp or out of our simply respond to God right where we are, right as we are, right here and right now.
Those who are being born and those who are waiting. Amen. 
Franklin, Susan, Kathy, Ava, Nora, Orly, Ellie, Peter, Kirsty, Eric, Gail, Wynne, Harry, Aliona, Women Jenny, Edie, those without jobs, those serving in the military, all who work for peace, and all those suffering as they flee war-torn countries. Are there others? We know you are present with those who need you most.
your time and swim lessons is a wonderful opportunity to give both to someone you really care about and honor them, and at the same time, contribute to St. Stephen's. I'll be in the parish hall at the reception after church, and I hope to see you there.
Now gathering at your table, O God of all creation, and remembering Christ, crucified and risen, who was and is and is to come, we offer to you our gifts, bread and wine, and ourselves a living sacrifice. Pour out your spirit upon these gifts, that they may be the body and blood of Christ. Bring your spirit over the whole world. And make us your new creation, the body of Christ, given for the world of age. In the fullness of time, bring us with all your saints, from every tribe and language and people and nation, to peace the banquet prepared from the foundation of the world. Through Christ, and with Christ, and in Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, you be honor, glory, and praise forever and ever. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, our